We would like to acknowledge the Yuggera people and the Turrbal people as the traditional custodians of Mianjin, the lands on which we record this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Health of It podcast, a podcast made for healthcare professionals by a nurse on the inside. So my name is Jess Tully and I'm actually the HCA brand ambassador and a registered nurse myself. I have such an incredible episode today for you. Um, I was recently in Adelaide visiting the team and I decided to go kayaking and explore Adelaide and see some dolphins. And while I was there, I actually got to bump into one of our HCA AINs, uh, which was such an incredible experience. So we got talking and I have asked her very kindly if she would join us on the podcast. So I'm so grateful that she has. Um, We've talked about her journey going from being a carer, transitioning to an AIN, and now she's a student nurse and talks about how she's got some incredible, huge career goals, which she can absolutely do with Healthcare Australia. And she's just such a joy to be around. So I'm so, so grateful that she got to come on the today's podcast and I really hope you enjoy it. So keep tuned. The interview is next. All right, everybody. Finally, we have our gorgeous HCA AIN, Muskan, uh, here with us today, all the way in South Australia in Adelaide. Welcome so much to the podcast. Thank you, Jess, for having me here. Thank you for the invite. No, oh, I'm so glad you are here with us. I actually, we met in Adelaide, which was amazing, uh, when we went kayaking. <laughs> what a beautiful day that was though in Adelaide and we yeah, it was a beautiful day and did you dolphins. see those dolphins yes we saw some beautiful dolphins Adelaide is actually such a beautiful gem amazing yeah, place how long have you been in Adelaide for uh I've been in Adelaide for around seven eight months oh yes yeah, so quite new yes oh yes, lots of exploring to do for you definitely yeah so before Adelaide I was in Melbourne in Melbourne, okay. Oh, I'm so curious. Okay, I would love to dive in a little bit about uh, you mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you kind of got into the world of, you know, caring and AIN work and nursing. Um, where did you grow up? How old are you? What do you do for hobbies? Tell me everything about you as an individual. Okay, so I am 24 years old and I grew up in India. It's been three years I'm here in Australia and came directly to Melbourne, and it's been seven, eight months since I'm here in Adelaide. Nice. So three years, so very different, that's for sure. What brought you or what made you make the decision to come to Australia? Actually, I really love traveling. Oh, yes. Yeah, Australia is a really good country, so I thought I should travel. And Australia also provides the option to study and travel. So I thought I should move to Australia. Yes, and it's a pretty amazing place, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> so you spent your first um, few years in Melbourne. So what did you do in Melbourne with yourself? Did you get straight into caring or did you do some other jobs on the side? No, no, no. I was an accountant back then. An accountant? Wow, completely yes, different career. Accountant. So you came yeah, over to Australia country. as an accountant? As an accountant, yes. So my friend asked me, she advised me that I should go in this career. 
and it's really interesting. So I did certificate three in individual support and directly got a job in aged care in Melbourne. That is amazing. Yeah. You can't really travel yes. as an accountant, hey? <laughs> no, no. As a healthcare worker, you have so much more opportunities to travel. Yes, so I think it's a exactly. great decision. So how long was that course that you did? Sorry, it was a certificate in aged care? Certificate three. Yes, aged care. Yeah. It and how long was that four, course for? Four months. Four months. Okay. So that's a really quick yes. course. Yes, it was quick. And were you able to do that just on the side of your accounting or did you have to take four yes. months off? No, no, on the side of accounting. Oh, that's amazing. So then you've gone, yes. okay, no more accounting. I'm going to do a brand new mm-hmm. career and I'm going to be a carer mm-hmm. in an aged care setting. Tell me about yeah. your experience as your first, like, first week as a carer in an aged care facility. Uh, it was 2020 lockdown. Oh, God, you started at lockdown? Yeah, lockdown. Wow. You would have so had a lot very different for me, yes. And how was your experience during lockdown? Very isolating? Would you? Yeah, very I mean, isolating. it was very stressful, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. But it would have made you an absolute, like, better nurse. The things you would have gone through back then um, are just going to make you so strong now. And when another pandemic comes, you're going to be so, <laughs> so equipped to know what to do now. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Absolutely. So you've transitioned. So obviously you're an AIN now, but you started off yes, as a carer. Yeah. What um, made you make the decision to move from a carer to an AIN? Was that always your goal or were you just kind of doing it step at a time and just carer first? Or did you have this yes, long-time goal in the beginning? No, it wasn't my goal, actually. So I started working as a carer and I used to see nurses around and it was very interesting. So I thought, yes, I should go for it. Yeah. So you started talking to the nurses in the caring facilities. And then you actually met some HCA nurses as well, didn't you? Actually, I got uh, my COVID vaccinations from HCA nurses. Ah, so you saw Team Purple and you got to interact with them. Team Purple, exactly. Uh, the place where I used to work, it was an aged care. So some people came there to vaccinate residents and staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those nurses were HCA nurses. Okay. And then I got inspirations to join HCA. Perfect. So what did you do? Did you jump online and straight away you're like, yes. I need to join Team yes, Purple I, right now? Yes, I jumped online. Perfect. And then so you worked as a carer with um, Healthcare Australia. Then did you decide, what made you decide to move from Melbourne to Adelaide? Uh, my all the friends were moving to Adelaide, so I was feeling a bit isolated. Uh, I thought I should go to my friends. Yeah. Oh, so you came to Adelaide yeah. to see your friends. Love that. Yes. So you obviously worked with HCA as a carer in Melbourne, but then because you changed state, did you just phone up Healthcare Australia and you said, hi, I've changed states. Is it okay if I work in Adelaide now? And then they activated you yes. in Adelaide. Uh, they just changed my agency with just one email. It one email. Easy. Oh, yeah. see, how good is that? I personally worked in so many states and it's amazing mm-hmm. that you can just make a phone call and say, hello, I'm in Wollongong, New South Wales now. Could you just activate me so I can work? And they're like, no worries. It's amazing you can work all over Australia exactly. and activate your account. So that's a really yeah. smooth transition. That's amazing. So then you've gone to Adelaide and you've started your caring work with Healthcare Australia. Then how did you transition into AIN? So you decided to study further, like further your yes, study, and you wanted to be an enrolled nurse. Yes. So you've signed up with that. How long have you been studying that now? Uh, seven, eight months. Seven, eight months. Oh, we're getting yes. close to the finish line. So yes. then you transitioned yes. over to an AIN. How are you yes. feeling with the difference of working as a carer to an AIN? 
from Kira to AIN, actually we get a lot of responsibilities when yes. you're an AIN. Yeah. A lot more, definitely. Yes. Have you done some like one-on-one special care with some patients as well in the hospitals? You know, yes. when you work as an AIN, so obviously as a carer, yes. you don't really get mm-hmm. to work one-on-one with people. No, no, no. As a carer, as a carer, we work in aged cares, but as an AIN, we can work in hospitals. I have even worked as in a day surgery. Oh, wow. Yeah, Very interesting. <laughs> you get to yeah, so much. So you do, um, because you're studying to be an EN, you're now doing AIN and you're doing acute nursing. Uh, so you get to work in the hospitals and then you also are doing a bit of aged care on the side as well. Yes. So good. What an amazing inv- like variety. And it's going to help so much with your studies. As mentioning yes. before, before we were recording is, you know, sometimes when you're working as an enrolled nurse or sorry you're studying in, as an enrolled nurse and then you're working on the side sometimes it's it's really important to make sure that your job on the outside is kind of collaborating with your nursing so you know if you're working at Woolworths you're not really gaining any skills to help with your future career in medicine but if you're working as a carer or as an AIN you're developing yes. these incredible skills and they help with your career so I think especially you especially with the agency yeah definitely so how have you felt um, being with the agency, like, how, do you find it really flexible? Do you find it really easy? Tell me about your yes, experience. As I am studying, so it's really difficult to manage work and other things. So I work three or four shifts on HCA whenever I get time because I have uni to attend, assignments to do, and all other things. So whenever I get time, I just put my availability and go to work. <laughs> And then you just go to work. How good is that? Yeah. So if people yeah, listening really to this, easy. so easy. So people listening to this um episode, you can actually you've got like an app, which is an EHCA app. It's the best app yeah, in the yeah, world. Yeah. And you just tick your availability, and then you just get an alert on your phone that says like this hospital mm-hmm. wants to book you. You just confirm it, and then off you go to your shift, and you get weekly pay, which is so handy. Yes, it is. So good. So. You're going to be finishing your EN very soon. What, in the next four or five months, roughly? Yes, um, six, seven months more. Seven months, see how you go. So what's your plan once you finish your EN? Are you going to be doing a grad program? Are you going to be going into further study? What's your career goals? Uh, I want to be a travel nurse. You want to be a travel nurse? Yes, I love I that. Travel you love traveling. Well, I think that'll be great yes. for you, to be honest. Yes. Totally. So to do you want to, yeah, you should go to every single state of Australia and you can do mm-hmm. that as well. So when you finish your EN, um, mm-hmm. if you work for, when you're a travel nurse, okay, you mm-hmm. have to be a nurse for two years full time to be a travel okay. nurse. So oh. once you're an enrolled nurse, when you work as an enrolled nurse for one year full time, then you can work mm-hmm. in the metro setting with Healthcare Australia and you can do metro shifts all around Australia and then two years of any full-time nursing experience you can then go into the travel nursing world which is pretty incredible that's a long time (laughs) it's you think it's a long time now but you wait until you get into it your first year of nursing is going to go so quickly um I know mine definitely I blinked and it was done I've been a nurse for 10 years and it feels like I've just blinked and all of a sudden it's been 10 years like oh my goodness me but that's an incredible um decision I think travel nursing is so great I was obviously a travel nurse for four years and travel around Australia been to five states now um what I would definitely advise is if you make yourself 
a career and a personal bucket list. And you can actually work with Healthcare Australia and tick off all those bucket list adventures. And that's what I personally did five years ago is I had all these amazing bucket list adventures that I wanted to do. One of them was shark cage diving in Port Lincoln, South Australia. And so being a travel nurse, I did a contract in Port Lincoln, South Australia, and I got to shark cage dive while I was there. Pretty amazing, hey? Yeah. I think you're going to make an amazing travel nurse. It's going to be so great. Yeah, thank you. So at the moment, you're doing four shifts a week. You're a busy bee studying to be an enrolled nurse. You've got graduation in six months. You look so busy. What's the plans for the rest of the day? Uh, so today, mm-hmm. I have an afternoon shift today. <laughs> you have afternoon shift? I love that. Yes. And you're working in hospital or aged care? No, in aged care. In aged care. Oh, love that. Yes. You can just squeeze in a podcast episode with me and then you can go off the shift. So <laughs> yeah. great. Now, before we do end this episode, I would love to hear one of your workplace wobbles. I know you've got a really good uh-huh. one from an aged care facility. Tell me the story. Uh-huh. And aged care story. So in my nursing career of two years, for one and a half year, I have done night shifts in aged care. And the difficult part of working as a carer in aged care, especially night shift, is dealing with sundowners. Mm-hmm. So if people don't know what sundowners is, how do you explain it? Like, how can you explain it to people? Sundowners, how can I explain it? So what happens when the demented people walk around in the evening or something? They gain their days and nights confused? Yes, yes. So if you actually, the, the actual term for sundowning, it's a state of confusion occurring in the late afternoon and lasting into the night. Sundowning can cause different behaviours such as confusion, anxiety, aggression, or ignoring direction. Sundowning can also lead to pacing or wandering, and it's not a disease. Some people think it's a disease. It's not. It's just the state of the mind and what's going on. A lot of people with dementia can have it. Some people, I mean, that are going through really high stress levels, but it does happen a lot in an aged care facility. So tell me some stories about what's happened during these sundown episodes. Obviously, you're on night shift. Everyone presumes patients are sleeping on a night shift, and that is never the case. Yeah, not. No. Never the case. They never sleep. They're sleeping on morning shift because they're so exhausted from being up all night. Yeah. Yes. So, so what techniques do you use? Okay, so what happens at night, they wander a lot. Mm-hmm. So there is no problem unless they are at high fall risk. You know, when when a patient is at high fall risk, so we won't let them walk around. Yes. It do you ever have them going into other rooms? Yes, they go ahead, go and get into the other rooms. So yep. what we do, uh, what uh, me and my friend used to do, we we used to dance in front of them and mimic some cartoon characters so that they can come and distra- we used to distract them. That so is that a great they come and have their med- Yeah, so they can have their medications and go to- back to sleep. Yeah, I often dance with some patients on sundowners because they just think yes. it's daytime and they just don't know what's up and dancing is actually a really good uh, distraction, isn't it? Oh, I love that so much. I actually made a TikTok. If you guys scroll on the TikTok, I made a TikTok of, there's that little um there's a little man on TikTok that you can put in your uh-huh. videos and he's dancing around and we did a video of him just dancing and we actually explained well like this is what nurses do on night shift you know yeah, if the patient shift. won't calm down you dance with them 
uh, with this technique, they can get distracted and they can they go back to sleep. Happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never a dull day, hey. Nah. With any shift, I wonder what will come uh, or what will happen on the shift this afternoon. You'll definitely you have stories every day. Yes, we have stories every day. Every single day. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on For the Health yeah, of It. Thank you. Thank you, Jess. It was so lovely to meet you in Adelaide. I'm so glad we got to connect again. <laughs> I would really like to meet you again. Yeah, when I'm back in Adelaide for sure, hey? Yes, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. I so appreciate it. I hope you have the best shift ever. And we are so lucky to have you in Team Purple. And you're absolutely going to be a travel nurse with us. I can just see it in your yeah. career already. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Thank you, Jess. Bye. Bye.